за дальнім небосхилом, де громи ревуть, їдуть хлопці наші милі у далеку путь. Гей, 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 дорога дальня, гей, 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 сльоза прощальна. group from Ukraine that calls itself Band Bells. That song was Dovhe Shlach, The Long Road. Vitaju vas vsih, šanovni radio suhači na radio predaču naš holos radio krinskoho korinja na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMBU misti Vancouveri. Primekrofani Pavlina. Dobri večer and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you today. Elena Skorokhod will be here with the news and upcoming local community events. As well, we've got Cultural Capsule and a look at a very popular singer in Ukraine that sprang on the scene at the Chervonaruta Festival. As well, from the audio archives, a Ukrainian food flare recipe and our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next, something brand new from a Toronto artist by the name of Nastasia Y. This is Love Until Dawn, a modernized version of the traditional Ukrainian folk song Oichei Tokin Stoyit, whose horse stands there. Чито кінь стоїть, що сива гривонька, сподобалась мені, сподобалась мені та я дівчинонька. Не так та Thank you. 
Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shurchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for the past 60 years. Since 1963, the Shurchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing artists and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nasholos listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit www.shurchenkofoundation.ca. Ukraine War Amps is happy to announce that we are shipping parcels to veterans and Ukraine's defenders to commemorate the 105th anniversary of United Ukraine on January 22nd, 2024. A parcel includes as follows. War Doctrine, a book written by a defense minister of Carpathian Ukraine, and food basics. Sausage, cheese, spaghetti, canned olives, tea, chocolates, buckwheat, canned meat, and canned fish. For only $40 US, the UWA team will prepare, pack, and ship a parcel with items described here to a family in Ukraine. Everyone is welcome to participate in this unique humanitarian gesture. Every dollar counts. To donate through PayPal or e-transfer, please use our email, ukrainewaramps at gmail.com. Oh, 
From Edmonton, that was the Euphoria Band from an album they released about three years ago or so now. And that was another song about horses. Ros Chlopci Koni, Unharness the Horses Boys. Up next, from the Nasholos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Food Flare. Hello. All grades of meat have essentially the same nutritive value, while some better cuts of meat command a higher price because of their tenderness, juiciness, and appearance, proper cooking can give equal satisfaction to lower grades or cheaper cuts of meats. Even expensive, tender cuts can be spoiled by poor cooking. All meat is more tender and juicy when cooked at a low instead of a high temperature. This is a good rule to remember. Now for tonight's recipe, braised short ribs of beef. You'll need the following. Two pounds short ribs of beef or beef ribs. One clove of garlic crushed, seasoned flour, two tablespoons fat, one onion chopped, half a cup hot water, half a cup tomato juice, salt and pepper, one carrot diced, two stalks of celery diced, one red pepper sliced. Ask your butcher to cut the ribs into serving pieces if possible. Rub each piece with the crushed garlic, dip in seasoned flour, and brown in hot fat. Add the onion, hot water, tomato juice, salt and pepper to taste, cover, and cook slowly in a 325 degree Fahrenheit oven for one and a half to two hours or until nearly tender. Then add the vegetables and continue cooking for about half an hour or until the ribs and vegetables are done. Season the sauce to taste. Add two or three tablespoons of sour cream, full fat of course, to enrich the sauce and for ultimate flavor. Remember, good quality sour cream never curdles. This dish is worth the wait. Try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives. Ходила, 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 ходила
from Edmonton and now from Newfoundland that was the Kubasonics and Kalena. Hello, I'm Vasily Pavlovsky and welcome to Cultural Capsule here on Nashville's Ukrainian Roots Radio. Like other performing artists, today's feature artist's stimulus for writing music came from the poet of a Ukrainian writer. The writer's name is Oleksandr Ivanovich Kandeba, though he was better known by his pen name, Oleksandr Oles. While I had learnt of him while completing my master's in Ukrainian literature, I only read a few of his poems. It wasn't until my second visit to Ukraine in August of 1990 that I was gifted the two volumes of his collected works by a classmate of my cousin's daughter. Over many months, I read all of his poetry, though I still have to sink my teeth into some of his more prosaic works. Oles was born on November 23, 1878, in the small village of Kandiba, now known as Kandibina, in Kharkiv province. He died at the age of 65 on July 25th in 1944 as an emigre in Prague. Here is a translation of the work that inspired today's featured artist Maria Burmanka. Oh, don't bloom spring, my people in chains, my people in contemplation, their eyes in sorrow, their hearts in wounds, and life in mists. Oh, don't bloom spring for your lush flowers, for my people will rise, break the chains, cover the world in smoke and the fields with bodies. Oh, don't bloom spring. Look, the clouds are approaching, darkening with sadness, turning red with anger. Go away, ominous clouds. Death to you, Janissaries. Somehow I'm not surprised that Burmaka would have chosen Oles as an inspiration for some of her musical creations. Burmaka was born on June 16, 1970 to her parents, who were both educators. In 1987, she began her studies at Kharkiv University in the philology faculty, though she also learned guitar at a music school. 
Her participation in having taken first place at the Oberich Festival in 1989 and then Cervona Ruta Festival where she took second prize were the first parts of a foundation that ignited her musical career. Oles too was from the region that Bermaka was from. As a fast forward to when she released her ninth album called Number Nine, I became good friends with a vendor of Ukrainian music on Maidan in Kiev, Yaroslav Melnik. One Saturday afternoon, I arrived at his stall. He says to me, I have something new for you to take a listen to, and this is a test, and you'll have to tell me who the artist is. He pressed play. The following piece is the song I heard. With the first few bars, I said to him, Maria Burmaka. Many others were heard from the stage on Maidan during the Orange Revolution nearly 20 years ago. It was a landmark in my life. Standing on Maidan many nights in a row by the field kitchens and getting my clothing filled with smoke. Until our next encounter, may all listeners of Nash Holos remain safe in your personal lives. Chubarika chuk 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 chu
Ču vrga čočiki hodila, cvitka lini lamala, cvitka lini lamala, lamala, lamala. Ču vrga čočiki lamala, lamala, lamala. Ču vrga čočiki lamala. Slušajte radio programu Naš holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina. You're listening to Naš holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Pavlina. And before the station break, you heard from Montreal group Previt from one of their very very early recordings, and that was Oi Uluzi Kalena, another song about Ukraine's national tree, the Kalena, the Gelder Rose or High Bush Cranberry. Coming up next, a popular American country singer by the name of Brad Paisley and a very special guest that he brought on for this song coming up now. It's called Taksamo, Same Here. Our things in California Traffic's just insane Plastic people and paparazzi Yeah, I know all the left coast cliches Tell me, is there a bar on your corner Where you buy each other beers And solve all the world's problems Same Night in Cozumel Stumbled on some local wedding On the beach by our hotel Though I didn't know the language I recognized the tears He 
Vassel Papadjouk from Toronto, who will be coming to the West Coast very soon. Up next, the latest news from Ukraine. And now, the latest news from Ukraine, courtesy the Kiev Independent, Ukraine's largest and fastest-growing English-language news organization. Only five Rapata-class landing ships remaining in service in Russia's Black Sea Fleet. Out of a previous total of 13, following the sinking of the Caesar Kunikov on February 14, according to Ukrainian Navy spokesperson Dmitro Platenchuk. The Caesar Kunikov was sunk in the early morning of February 14 off of the Crimean city of Alupka by Magura V-5 naval drones, Ukraine's military intelligence said. The general staff of Ukraine's armed forces said it was a joint operation between the army and the military intelligence. According to military intelligence, the Caesar Kunikov had a crew size of up to 87 personnel. It was unclear at the time of publication how many crew members were on the ship when it sank. The military intelligence said that search and rescue operations were unsuccessful. Previously, the UK Defence Ministry said that the Novocherkask landing vessel was destroyed in December 2023, following the functional destruction of the Minsk landing ship in September 2023. The Saratov landing ship was sunk shortly after the beginning of the full-scale invasion 
in March 2022. Russia launched an attack against the village of Zorya in Donetsk Oblast Elyinivka community on February 15th, killing an 83-year-old woman and injuring two men, aged 71 and 41. The regional military administration reported Russian forces carried out the attack at around 5 p.m., reportedly using Uragan multiple launch rocket systems. Eight houses, a high-rise building, and a school were damaged in the attack. The village of Zorya lies some 17 kilometers west of the front line. Donetsk Oblast was heavily targeted by Russian attacks on February 14th and overnight. Eight people were killed and 13 injured by Russian strikes over that period. A Russian attack on the village of Chorne in Kharkiv Oblast killed three people. The village is situated around 80 kilometers east of Kharkiv and just 12 kilometers from the Russian border. Russian forces used two guided aerial bombs. One hit a car, leaving a 58-year-old woman, a 56-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl dead. The man and woman were husband and wife. A 54-year-old woman and a 53-year-old man were also injured. A separate attack on the Kharkiv Oblast village of Dvorichna on February 15 injured two men, aged 51 and 47. The day before, an attack on the village of Veliki Burluk killed four people. All three villages are located in a Kupiansk district where Russia is intensifying attacks. Russian forces struck Kherson in southern Ukraine on February 15, killing a 70-year-old woman. Ukraine's armed forces liberated Kherson and other regional settlements on the west bank of the Dnipro River in the fall 2022 counteroffensive. Russian troops were pushed to the river's east bank, from where they have since been firing at the liberated territories, regularly resulting in civilian deaths as well as large-scale destruction of homes and infrastructure. Russia used artillery to carry out the latest attack at around 11.30 a.m. local time. The woman was reportedly walking down a street at the time. Russian strikes against Kherson Oblast on February 14th and overnight killed one person and injured another five people, including a child. A poll released on February 6 by the Russian independent polling organization, the Levada Center, found that 77% of Russians support the full-scale war against Ukraine, with only 16% of respondents saying they were opposed to the war. The figures have stayed remarkably consistent throughout the war. Polling data has shown. A poll released in November 2023 found that 75% of respondents supported the war. An overwhelming majority, 77%, believe Russia will ultimately be victorious in the war. A 6% increase from January 2023. At the same time, more than 50% of respondents said they favored peace talks a figure that has declined slightly over recent months. Around 66% of respondents also believed that Russia is paying too high of a price for participating in a war, down from 82% who agreed with the statement in July 2023. Only 31% of those polled said they bore moral responsibility for civilian deaths and destruction in Ukraine. A minority of respondents, 22%, said that starting the full-scale war in Ukraine was a mistake. Medical cannabis is to be legalized in Ukraine to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder and provide pain relief to people with serious illnesses, such as cancer, according to a law signed by President Volodymyr Zelensky on February 15th. The law was passed in Ukraine's parliament on December 21, 2023. It licensed the economic activity of cultivating hemp for medical, industrial and scientific purposes to create conditions for expanding patients' access to the necessary treatment of oncological diseases and post-traumatic stress disorders. The law will come into effect in July 2024. Czech farmers will join a large-scale protest next week against EU agricultural policies that allow cheap product imports from Ukraine. Farmers across Europe have been protesting what they say is increased competition from abroad, particularly Ukraine, as well as EU policies targeting climate change. Polish farmers plan to completely blockade all border crossings between Ukraine and Poland starting February 20th as part of a 30-day general strike. Farmers from the Czech Republic are planning their own blockade. 
The demonstrators will also send a letter to Agriculture Minister Marek Vyborny demanding the country's withdrawal from the European Green Deal. Agricultural groups from Hungary, Poland, Slovakia and Bulgaria have protested the EU's Green Deal in recent weeks. The deal includes a plan to halve pesticide use, lower fertilizer use and drastically reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 2030. In recent weeks, protests have gone beyond demonstrations and truck blockades. On February 11, Polish farmers stopped three trucks carrying Ukrainian grain and spilled it onto the road. On February 13, farmers in Sofia, Bulgaria, spilled milk onto the streets as a sign of protest. Ukraine is one of the world's largest agricultural producers and plays a critical role in exporting grain globally. Russia's full-scale invasion has drastically limited supply chain capabilities and threatened worldwide food exports. Ukraine has plans to produce thousands of long-range attack drones in 2024, capable of hitting targets deep in Russia, according to Digital Transformation Minister Mikhailo Fedorov. Ukraine has intensified its efforts to ramp up domestic production of attack drones, a critical tool on the battlefield, aiming to manufacture 1 million drones this year. Multiple drone strikes have been reported on oil depots and refineries in Russia in January, including Bryansk, Areol and Leningrad Oblast. Ukraine often does not publicly comment on strikes within Russia. But Fedorov told Reuters that the spate of strikes on oil facilities reflected the government's progress in rapidly deregulating the drone market and increasing funding for it. Fedorov said that up to 10 companies are involved in producing long-range attack drones. The category of long-range kamikaze drones is growing, with a range of 300, 500, 700 and 1000 kilometers. Two years ago, this category did not exist at all. Fedorov said. The minister added that most companies producing long-range drones are privately owned, unlike in Russia. The scale of drone manufacturing and delivery to the troops at the front has increased 120 times in 2023, Fedorov said. Despite efforts to cut red tape and decrease associated delays, Ukraine's logistical system has struggled to cope with the massive growth in production. In December alone, drone deliveries were 50 times higher than in the entire 2022. Just imagine, the system was not prepared for that. And I think the logistics did not realize that such volumes were possible, Fedorov said. President Volodymyr Zelensky signed a decree in February to create a new branch of Ukraine's armed forces specifically dedicated to drones. Zelensky said in January that one of the main goals for 2024 was outpacing Russia in the production of drones. Canada's opposition Conservative Party has asked the government to send tens of thousands of decommissioned rockets to Ukraine instead of destroying them. The Canadian Defence Ministry has confirmed that the donation is under consideration. The Canadian Armed Forces reportedly store over 83,000 CRV-7 air-to-ground unguided rockets, which were introduced in the 1970s and taken out of service in the early 2000s. While Ottawa signed a contract three years ago to dispose of the rockets, the Conservatives believe they could still be of use in Ukraine. Instead of making Canadians pay millions of dollars to decommission these weapons, the leader of the official opposition, Pierre Polyev, said that they should be provided to Ukraine, who can use them in the defense of sovereignty. I am Olena Skorohod in Vancouver, reporting for Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. And that's the news from Ukraine for today. Coming to you courtesy the Kiev Independent, Ukraine's largest and fastest growing English language news organization. For more up-to-date news stories as they happen, visit their website, kievindependent.com, and make sure to follow them on social media. To allow this independent Ukrainian news team to continue delivering you news from on the ground in Ukraine, please consider becoming a member at kievindependent.com.
the hardest days, we still hold our ground. I guess I know what it will take to keep us safe and sound. People falling down like teardrops. Democracy and freedom have a high cost. The rise from the ground, we will stand tall. And I just came to realize I'm a soldier. No time to sleep on the front line, protecting families. I'm a soldier. No tears to cry. Me and my people, we fight for life. We're soldiers in the freedom land for the loved ones. We fight to the end. We're soldiers. We can't take our souls. Me and my people, we fight for our home. Me and my people, we fight for our home. Me and my people, we fight for our home. Some people are gone, but they went with pride, defending our homes and protecting lives. Through the smoke and dust, we always charge the head. With weapons in hand, yeah we battle for peace for a future bright. In the hardest day, we fight for life. Our scars are deep, but our spirit sore. We still stand tall. I'm a soldier, no time to sleep on the front line, protecting families. I'm a soldier, no tears to cry. Me and my people, we fight for. We're soldiers in a freedom land for the loved ones. We fight to the end. We're soldiers. We can't take our souls. Me and my people, we fight for our home. Me and my people, we fight for our home. Me and my people, we fight for our home. And popular Ukrainian singer Max Barskich, who is currently in Canada on a tour to raise funds for Ukraine's army, and that song was Soldier. Up next, honored artist of Ukraine, Yaroslava Rudenko, and a tribute to Ukraine's armed forces. Слава по заслугам! 
what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Monday, February 19, at Ukrainian film series Witnessing Change, Ukrainian cinema in a time of turmoil, you can watch film by Sergei Loznitsa, Maidan. The screening is at the Cinematag at 1131 Howie Street in Vancouver from 8.30 till 10.30 p.m. Tickets are available at thecinematag.ca. This film is a mesmerizing archival record of events that would alter Ukrainian society forever. In November 2013, Ukrainian President Yanukovych's about-face decision not to sign a free trade agreement with the European Union and instead to pursue closer ties with Russia sparked a wave of fierce and deadly protests on Maidan Nezalezhnosti, Independence Square in Kyiv. The protests, known as the Revolution of Dignity, marked a shift in Ukrainian society towards more democratic values. You can watch Maidan at the Cinematag at 1131 Howie Street in Vancouver at 8.30 p.m. On Saturday, February 24th at 1 p.m., join the UA Freedom Rally by Ukrainian Canadian Congress and Ukrainian Canadian Advocacy Group. February 24th, 2024 will mark the two-year of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. The Ukrainian-Canadian Congress invites all Canadians from coast to coast to unite on February 24th to stand with Ukraine. Thousands of people in Ukraine have been killed or wounded, and millions have been displaced from their homes by the Russian Federation's war of aggression against Ukraine. Today, and like two years ago, we stand with Ukraine in unity. All members of Ukrainian-Canadian Congress in Vancouver and across the country are working hard to support our brave defenders in Ukraine and their families' temporary displaced arrivals in Canada. We encourage every newcomer to stay with us and donate as much as possible for Ukraine. Every dollar matters for humanitarian support of Ukraine, said Elvira Mruchkovska, Ukrainian-Canadian Congress President. Vancouver branch. Join the UA Freedom Rally at the Art Gallery in Vancouver on 24th of February at 1 p.m. Our strength is in our unity. Thank you to Elena Skorokhod, our Vancouver correspondent, for compiling that list of upcoming local events. On Wednesdays, tune in to the Nanaimo edition of Nash Holos, which can be heard in the Vancouver listening area at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. And at 6 p.m. Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com for another hour of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Please send us your suggestions, dedications, and requests. Your comments are always welcome. In between broadcasts, visit our Facebook page and for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feed, and a link to our Patreon site where you can support our work if you like, visit our website at www.nashholos.com. Nahadayu vislukhite radio peradachu nashholos, radio nashoho korinya, nabahatumovni radio stansi am chmb, umisti vancouveri. And our proverb of the week translates as It is better to live wisely for a short time than to live foolishly for a long time. Well, our time is about up now, so to take us to the end of our show, Vudia from Toronto and Fiddler's Fantasy. I'm Pavlina, on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich!
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.